Hi, this is Tony Tolado, and this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics, and how they help us explore our own humanity. My Christmas Day Marathon is some of my favorite conversations. And first on the list is William Fitchner, The Dark Knight and Contact are some of his roles. We'll start in a moment. Hi, this is uh, Tony Tolato. Okay. And as you can hear, William Fitchner is ready for his interview today on Sci-Fi Talk. And we're talking about a really neat film he's in called All the Devil's Men. And you play Brennan. And what attracted you to play Brennan? One of the producers of the film, uh, a gentleman named Ben Press, uh, he brought the script to me. And... um, and uh, he said, check this out. I, uh, this, uh, I know the director named Matthew Hope, who wrote it and directed it. And um, he's a great guy. And uh, just just check it out. And Milo Gibson's going to be in it. And I, I, I love stories like this. But I, 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 I thought that the, the personal element of who these characters were, yes, they live, they live in, a, in, a, in, a, in they live in a world that, they, they choose to live in, which is like nothing that you and I will ever know anything about. And, <laughs> you know, there's real people out there that actually do things like this for a living, that live in the private sector. And and they're adrenaline junkies, and, and they make a tremendous amount of money. It's financially really lucrative for them to do the things that they do. And and uh, mm-hmm. I all of that just, you know, rang... Uh, true to me and um and uh, you know it's 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 such it's, it's such insanity that anybody would choose to do this that you could start to understand why you know it's hard for them to get out of it because of what they get from it uh, you know not, not just financially but uh you know that they they need that you know their 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 body their soul needs this to 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 like breathe and live and and you know know how long they're they're going to be alive in this sort of existence. But um, yeah. I, I thought all of that and the way that it was put together was, uh, I, I believed it. Um, and I met Matthew and, uh, and I was, you know, a lot of times for me, I, I don't know what it is that, that's, you know, that's going to come together and say, Oh, this is something that I want to do. It's different for everything. I mean, it really changes sure. all the time, but, but I know when mm-hmm. I read this, I thought, Oh, all the elements and, uh, I met Milo and thought he was awesome, uh, an awesome guy. And, uh, and I was just, uh, you know, I just, I dug the world. So I, you know, for me, I, yeah. I, I use the expression a lot. I use the expression a lot of like, you know, you know, I, you know, let's give it a name or not give it a name. Sometimes I don't really know exactly what all of the pieces are, but I certainly felt enough with this that I thought, wow, this is cool, man. I want to, I want to work on this with these guys. Yeah, what I like about all the characters, Milo's character and certainly your character, is that they all have flaws. And because of the world they're in, and I thought that was believable, even though they're doing at times unbelievable things, it was relatable because of that. That was that important to you to when you were playing him to to have a character that has that? Well, I, you know, I think that's I think that's important, Tony, for for like for all characters. You know, I think yeah. that's one of the, the attractive things that you that you see, and I think that that's what you know. You know, you can read certain scripts and read roles in it, and and certain people will pop out, and you, you begin to find. I think, you know, I've uh, you know I've I've always used it as like a like a benchmark. It's like what is what what does a character care about? 
you know, I've read, you know, I've played tough guys and soft guys and, you know, you know, funny people and tense people and, you know, but the one thing that I always think that I is important to find for me as an actor is what does he care about? Because I've read scripts where I've been offered roles where, you know, it was, you know, straight up bad guys. And, yeah. you know, it's a bad guy for being a bad guy sense. He's just, you know, how how nasty can he twirl his mustache? And and, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do with it. Um, I don't know. I, and I and I don't and I don't end up taking those roles because I. I, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a real person. Um, so, yeah. you know, you find what real people care about and, and <clears throat> usually wrapped up in that, as you say, you find their faults. And when you start to discover these things, as you read good scripts, cause reading good scripts over and over will tell you more about, you know, mm-hmm. who the character is. And when you do that, you know, you start to find, you know, the places where they come up short and it makes them human. And then, yeah. Then once 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 you get on the track of like being human, you're in the right direction, no matter what the character is. That's so true. I I, I mean, this is a a really tight you know thriller. Uh, there's a lot of technology in it too, which is really neat. Some of it's disturbing, but uh, it is pretty cool. Your impressions of of Milo and working with him? Um, yeah, I think he is really going to hit it because uh, he has all the elements, especially if he wants to do this type of film to really hit it. Milo, let, let, let's put it this way. You know, they were very kind to me with the schedule because I was shooting something else in L.A. And I wanted to do the film. And they, they you know, sometimes the, they, can, uh, they can help out and they can, you know, condense the schedule for certain actors. And when it works out, yeah. it's, it's, it's great for that actor. And sometimes it can't. But Matthew was awesome in, in having that work out and putting uh, uh, my dates together. And so when I was in London shooting this, um, I shared the same hotel with, uh, with Milo. So we would go to work in the morning. We'd work all day together. And then we'd come home. And I think the first day I was there, I said, all right, good night, guys. And 15 minutes later, I end up seeing Milo in the gym. And I'm like, ah, okay, he's a gymmer like me. So we're in the gym for an hour. And about 15 minutes after that, we're at the bar because it was a rough <laughs> day. And let's have a little snack and, and have a beer. And we did that every day. And I looked forward to not only getting up in the morning and seeing Milo and going to work with him and everything, but we did that routine, I think, almost every day that I was working on the film. And, and he's an awesome guy. And I had just met him. And and I loved his steadiness. And I loved his honesty uh, as an actor. And just being yeah. in the moment, not pushing. And that was I remember this when we shot the film. And I thought, you know, good for him. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, these are scenes where they get jacked up with adrenaline. All this stuff's going on. But he's not pushing. He's not pushing to try to create something. He's letting real moments happen. And, and you know, he's a real guy. And that's why we hung out every night um, and talked about mm-hmm. the day and what we're going to do the next day. And, and uh, I just had a great time with him. And I look forward to the next time that I get to share the boards with him because he's uh, he is one class act, I got to tell you. Oh, that's great to hear. You know, Matthew Hope, uh, I mean, this was a a neat, tight, tight thriller. And the fact that he directed and wrote it, I think actually helped because he 
he knew where the story was going and everything. Uh, I mean, he's he's starting to make his mark a little bit directing. Uh, what were your impressions of him? Matthew knew where he was going all the time. Uh, cool. And that's not to say that, he, that there wasn't room to find yourself or to, to, to find things and, you know, go through your own process as an actor. Matthew was awesome. Just, I, 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 I could sit here and use up our whole time talking about how much I, I like talking <laughs> to Matthew. He's, no, really, he was, he was great. Actually, he's, I have not seen him since we shot the film, and he's going to be in oh, L.A. Wow. Uh, uh, next week. So I'm, I'm seeing him for dinner mm-hmm. next Thursday night uh, because oh, I'm cool. going out of town to upstate New York, um, but I'm we're in my, mm. in my hometown, and but I'm coming back. And I said, Matthew, uh, he's going to be here all weekend and next week. I said, let's plan Thursday night before you take off. And and I can't wait to see him. Uh, he passed on a, a new script that he wrote uh, that he wants to talk to me about. And, and he's the kind of guy that, you know, whatever Matthew's doing, if he wants to talk to me about being in it, I, I, I literally just printed up a hard copy of it so I don't have to drag my computer on the plane tomorrow morning so i could read it when i'm uh i'm on the plane tomorrow so uh, anyway I, I guess that tells you a lot about what i think about matthew um oh yeah absolutely he's uh, just a straight shooter and 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 but a but a, a wonderful energy to be around nice i just you know certain people you work with and you just you just want to listen to them and you want to just get what they what they're looking for because you like them yeah. so much, you just want to support them like a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's you, I wish I could say that every time you work, because I have a great time, <laughs> certainly try to, and everything I do. But there are certain directors yeah. that come along that you just, uh, you just got a great feeling about. And, and Matthew is in that category for me. Nice, nice. Well, if you're going home, hope you can catch a Buffalo Sabres game. I know you're a big fan, so hopefully you can do that. Well, here's the deal. So last summer, um, <laughs> a project that I've been working on forever, uh, I finally, uh, I, it's a film that I co-wrote. I produced it, directed it. I nice. played the lead in it with my with my best friend, Kim Coates, who I met on Black Hawk Down. And I wrote it. Oh, yeah, great actor. And we shot the film last year in, in mostly in, in uh, my hometown of Buffalo, a little bit in Cortland, New York. And um, nice. I, 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 I wrapped the film up, finished it and everything, and locked it all off about, about two months ago. We took it to the Woodstock Film Festival and then the Napa Film Festival. Uh, we won an award at each festival. But Sunday yes. night, after the Bills game, the Bills are playing the Sunday afternoon, I will be there in yes. the parking lot at about 11 a.m. And then after the game, <laughs> there's a big, beautiful theater in downtown Buffalo called the North Park Theater, an old, I think, built in the 20s, 600-seat theater. I'm, I'm, I'm doing nice. a screening of, of the film as a, as a thank you, Buffalo, for oh, everything nice. that my hometown made it possible for me to shoot this movie. And, and we, have, we are packed out the door. And we're gonna have a little. We're gonna have a little good time um, seeing the film on. Uh, but I can't see the Sabers. They're not playing. Um, oh, okay. But that's okay. <laughs> I'll still move for them. Just saying. there you go. Well, the film is called Cold Brook, I believe, and uh, it is an yes. award winner. And uh, congratulations on that. So that's that's awesome. Happy holidays. More with William Fitchner in a moment. All right, we're back, and you, you know I got to talk to you about a, a film that you did, uh, a role that you did that was very memorable to me. 
And uh, it's just every scene you're in, uh, I, you pay attention to what you're doing, and that's contact. Uh, I mean, that was just an amazing part for you, and uh, you brought a lot to him. Maybe some of it was on the page, but I thought a lot of it was just you. Let me tell you about contact. So I contact was one of, no, it's, there's a great story. Doing contact changed. Um, it changed the way I, I work on things as an actor. I, I didn't know it was going to, wow. but I had done, oh, oh, maybe three or four movies at that point. And they were all characters that were, you know, pretty tough in nature. And and I and even as a young actor and you know a guy that wanted to work and everything, um, I I didn't um, I didn't want to I, I I wanted to play something different. So I, I I told my agent who thought I was nuts. Um, I said we we just we have to wait for I have to find a new direction to go. And I really felt like I, I really do. So I I ended up not working for a while. And then. I was living in New York and my agent said, listen, there's this film called Contact. There's this role in it. Um, it's, it's a character who's, uh, who's blind. And, uh, but, but they're not giving out the script and you got to come to L.A. just to read it. And I, and I, I didn't have a lot of money, but I, I bought a flight and he said, I can get you in to read it. There's no guarantee you're going to be seen for it. But I thought, well, this is what I do. So I, I, I flew out on People's Express, I think it was. And, and an old oh my God. discount airline back then. And I went in and I read yeah. it. And then the casting director, I got an audition. And then I got back on a plane and flew back to New York. And then Robert Zemeckis wanted to see me. So they flew me back out and I auditioned for him, like tested for him. And a couple of weeks later, they told me they got the role. Now the film was going to shoot over a period of like five months. But, but my role wouldn't begin for the it wouldn't be in the first like two months. So this okay. is the part that changed everything as an actor for me, because I had two months to think about how do I play a blind character? What, what, what? So I was living in New York in a tiny railroad flat and I walked over on 65th street in, in, in the upper West side. And I went to, I'd passed by it a million times, just walking the streets of New York, you know, whatever. And, uh, the Jewish Guild for the Blind, and I went in there and I oh, met yeah. this gentleman named Rich Paddock, who was in charge of like volunteers and that. And I said, I, I, I asked if I could see somebody, if I could volunteer. And I, I met this guy who never met me before. And I explained to him what I was doing and that I, I really wanted to get it right. And I, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll volunteer here. I'll work here. And he told me later on, he goes, you know what? I knew that you were serious about it. So he, he involved me with things uh, about working with a cane, about working with dogs, about, about just being in the world of it in a way that, you know, was not intrusive on the guild, but was massively helpful for me. But I had two months to think about it. So in two yeah. months, I, all of a sudden I realized, wow, man, there's so much incredible work to do before you even start shooting especially with a character like this. And, you know, after that film, it became just as much fun for me to prepare something as it did to actually shoot it. And all of it came from, from that experience. Wow. And contact was, uh, was really, you know, it's just, I'll never, well, besides the fact that I, I worked with Jody and, um, yeah. and I worked with her again. Oh God, like 20 years later in Elysium. 
Um, but that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of just a lot of amazing memories and locations and everything. But most of all, uh, as an actor, it was a, it was really a mind blowing thing in a good way. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely on my top five of of my favorite films. It just every time it's on, I don't care when it's on, I'll either tape it or I'll watch it. It's just hard to turn off. It's just uh, such an incredible message. So it's really neat. So yeah, it's yeah, neat. yeah. I got to ask you. Uh, you're working with Heath Ledger in Dark Knight. What was that like? Uh, and his process as an actor. I mean, he just was amazing in that film. Obviously, the. Oscar community thought so too. But so, what was he like uh, to work with in that scene? I remember when um, um, he was in Chicago. They took an old post office and turned it into a bank. And I remember <laughs> okay. it was it was the first two days of photography. The film had just started to shoot. First two days, and mm-hmm. I remember that uh, I, I'd never met Heath before, and I just met Chris Nolan. And he was a really good friend of a friend. Uh, and I talked to Chris about, you know, a few weeks before about playing the part. And, but he wanted to shoot, you know, these, 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 this sequence first in the beginning in the bank. Uh, he was going to shoot it with an yeah. IMAX camera. And so there were a lot of firsts and a lot of really cool things going on with it. And I remember when Heath came in and, and introduced himself. He was really nice. And, you know, each of us had our headphones on him. I was like, what are you listening to? And you know, what are you listening to? And, and um, he was very quiet. But I remember when we rolled the camera, the first scene that he was in, um, I so I so loved what, you know, appreciating from one actor to another what he was doing. And uh, yeah, and I thought, wow, it was really original. And I and I, and I really dig it. And, and I just you just kind of knew right then and there that I was like, wow, I really I mean, I've always liked him, but I, I, I love what he's doing. I think he's he's tapped into a rhythm of this character that is a character actor. I, you know, you look for things like that. And I thought that he was just really right on with, with where he was going. It was simple. It was subtle. And, and it was just, you know, electric and right in the moment. And uh, that's my impression. And we, you know, we shot the opening sequence in the bank over a couple of days, but I, I always remember that, you know, we finished it, say goodbye to him, wished him well with it. And, and last time that I ever saw him, but I, but I never forgot it. And I thought he was really remarkable. Yeah, yeah he was. He certainly was. Well, just really wanted to talk to you about uh, Gettysburg Address. I, I know, I think it's just narration part of it or just using your voice on that. I have to tell you, I recorded some voice work for that. Oh, I was living in Prague at the time. So that was. Like, oh, wow four four or five years ago and Mm -hmm. and i knew that there were a lot of like really like interesting people that were doing narration for it i have no idea whatever happened to that i don't know (laughs) um i don't i don't know if it ever came out i don't know i've asked people has anybody ever seen that do you know anything about it i i I don't know whatever happened to that project the only thing i know is that it's supposedly in post-production and supposed to be hopefully coming out very soon uh but uh, yeah there's well, it's quite a know group more of than people me because I, i've read <laughs> that it's been in post-production for like five years so if you ever find out let me know because i don't know I, I certainly will well it's been an absolute know. pleasure to talk to you <laughs> it's yeah, been a pleasure to talk to you i mean to talk to you too. 
And best of luck with this. All the Devil's Men and another great William Fitchner performance. I mean, this this guy Brennan, it, it's like it's amazing how you just tap into a guy right away and make him seem so real. And he certainly was to me. Thank you so much. All right, and thank you all for listening Have to Sci-Fi Talk. Take care. You too, buddy. Take Bye. care now.